Hungry for Hope here, and we are live at Toxic Studio. I'm Reckless Donnie Hart with my co-host, co-host, Big Time Tim Kajis. And we are joined by our gambling and sports expert, Yanni the Greek. Yanni, introduce yourself, kid. What's going on, fellas? I actually have a little stuff to talk about uh, this week. We actually have real sports. All right. So uh, now you brought on uh, the sports expert. I don't really know. Uh, But uh, now the expert actually has something to talk about. So this is going to be nice. Yanni, just to let you know, we had Pool Shark Pete join you last week. Uh, Pool Shark Pete canceled on us. Uh, Are you letting me know on a conversation that I had with Pete? Yeah, you know, uh, that whole lawyer thing's still up in the air. His lawyer wants us to do a a, a statement saying that he's not suspected of any uh, murders in Atlanta County. And, you know, I can't do all this. I got to show the run. So he said he can't come on until we, we, we give a statement. We don't have any time for that. And I just that, asked I, the guy a question. You know, it was something that's in the media. So I asked him a simple question. So we won't have Pool Shark Pete on this week, but we have Yanni the Greek with some sports, and then later we'll have Lisa Merck. No problem. Who's an awesome guest. We'll get to her in about 15 minutes. Yanni, your I'll, show. I'll see what I can do for you guys. The first thing I got to do is I got to ask Tim, Tim, what the hell kind of Illuminati bullshit did you pull uh, for that first game uh, last week, right? I had the over uh, in that Yankees game. You had the under. The game wrapped up in five and a half innings. I want to know who, who do you know? Uh, why, why, why did you do this? I know people. To the good Yanni. people. So, Yanni, your bet didn't didn't win last The bet week. didn't hit. I missed by two. Why did I bring you on this show? You're the gambling expert. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you. But, uh, you know, I guess Tim pulled some strings. He knows some people from back in the day. So, all right. I, I see you. I get your, I get your game. All right. Tim, so, I, I'm on to you. So, now. what losing picks do you have this week, Yanni? <laughs> uh, no losing picks, right? Uh, we're going to have the Sixers. Uh, uh, they start this weekend, this Saturday. Thank God. Everybody, NBA starts this The weekend. NBA starts this week on Friday. Yeah, it's uh, Thursday, I believe, actually. It's going to be great. I uh, can't wait. Um, take the Sixers uh, with uh, minus, six and a, uh, minus six points. Six points. I took them. You did? Yeah, I'm ready Look for at that. It. See? All right. Now, now Tim's going to be on my Sixers, side. Sixers, who are they playing? Sixers are playing the Pacers. Uh, Pacers have kind of been like up and down with this corona thing, undecided, whereas the Sixers have kind of been all business, right? All business. Now, Joe Embiid's being a little bitch. Let's be clear. He already sure, pulled himself out of the scrimmage. He's he's himself. Yeah. What's yeah. going on with Embiid? He's not scrimmaging, or he he wasn't playing in the scrimmages. You know how his body is. But uh, come game time, I think he's going to be little, in there, and he's going to be. 100%. So he's going to play, and the NBA season starts Thursday. Little baby knees. How about how about hockey? We had a lot of fans ask me about hockey. Mm. They want to hear about hockey. Hockey, <laughs> hockey's back uh, this weekend as well. The Flyers start on Sunday uh, against the Bruins. I said hockey. I see like two guys yeah, in the top of radio studios going nuts. Cheering back here. Jamie's going nuts. Everybody's they going nuts. It's, they it's got that overtime win yesterday. Listen, we went through four months of absolutely suffering uh, every single day, and now we get to enjoy this a little bit. There, there's nothing wrong with that. So the Flyers played in a game. What's it? What's that word? Ex- exhibition. Exhibition. What's the exhibitionist? <laughs> I think that's when you go around uh, exposing yourself. I got to get one of them on the show. (laughs) If anybody's an exhibitionist, we want you on the show. I'll fill you in next week somewhere. We'll put you on the sports side. Well, why don't you hit up the stripper protest? You you come and you sit next to me. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that stripper protest. There's a stripper protest going in Philly. Yeah. But anyway, so there's an exhibition game. They play with their clothes on, right? Yes. All right. With their clothes on. That was in what? Some some of them Canadian... uh, (laughs) 
Uh, they, there's two uh, Canadian hub cities. One of Canadian places are the same. I heard the strip clubs in Canada, by the way, are uh, top notch. Toronto and Vancouver, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that's the two hub cities. That not that keep... I would know. If you're a stripper <laughs> in uh, Toronto, we would like to have you on the show. Bet they're not protesting. Are, are they? Wait, wait, are they allowed to come into the United? We're not allowed to go there, right? They're, they're well, are you on parole or what are you? Are you no, because gotta... Corona, man. Yeah, no, oh, they're oh. definitely allowed to come. They're allowed to come. We can't go. Oh, you got to call... come. We can't come. Sounds like a personal problem there. So you're saying the Flyers won? <laughs> so the, yes, the Flyers. <laughs> yeah, the Flyers. Uh, yes, the Flyers won their exhibition game, uh, fully clothed. Um, uh, it doesn't count for anything, but it's nice. Yanni, to how old are you, Yanni? I'm 30. Sorry to cut. So, like, say 10 years ago, 12 years ago, you just graduated high school. You had these big dreams abroad. You went to broadcasting school. He doesn't look like he had big dreams. Did you ever think you would be on this show with some <laughs> asshole like me and Tim I talking actually, about naked hockey? This is probably his dream. I, I actually probably only thought that this would be the kind of show that it would be. This on. is like a low point in life. This is me and Tim at our rock bottom. This is your rock bottom. Hey, they sure as hell ain't putting me on ESPN drinking this yeah. whiskey. So it is what it is. You, you thought you were going to have your own show on ESPN by 30. You were going to be big time. Instead, you, Pulsark Peter, my guest for, you know. Actually, actually, Yanni the Greek, I got a question for you. Um, what do you feel about the country of Greece giving disability benefits to pedophiles? He's our uh, sports guy. Greek- <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, to yell at somebody. I, I mean, I don't know what the Greek government that uh, was functions like show. I uh, have not lived in Greece since I was four years old, and uh, all I wanted to do then was watch Scooby Doo cartoons. Maybe you should talk to them. I won't call you, them. You know who would know that? <laughs> I could do that. Last week's guest for Sean Bass. He's the guy who hunts down pedophiles. He doesn't kill them, but I, I thought he should. He he's a minority versus predator. If anybody missed the show last week, not a lot of people did. My God, we had a lot of listeners. I don't know what these people must be out Seriously. of their mind. The two they were they were here for Yanni Sports Picks. Yeah. Listen, the Hungry for Hope co- podcast wrong. has had some uh, yeah. some pretty good guests here lately. I, I, I asked Pool Shark, Shark Pete. I asked Pool Shark Pete like twenty <laughs> times if he killed a hooker, and like fifteen hundred hey, people listened to it. Give him credit. I mean, he never budged. Right? <laughs> Didn't incriminate <laughs> himself one time or anybody Stone else. <laughs> Stone Cold Killer. <laughs> So, all right. So let's get back to sports. We got to focus. We got to bring this sure, all together. Yeah, yeah. So the Flyers are opening. The Flyers are opening. Yep, Sunday. Against who? Against the Bruins. Now is it like they, they it open? Can- they open as a slight under. But it's like a round robin. I was getting told by one of our lovely viewers. So the Flyers um, are in the top eight of teams. Um, I think in the conference. No, so, the top eight of teams uh, that are playing a round robin tournament for seeding. Uh, so they can get up to the first, up to the one seed, and they can't drop any lower than the fourth. So this round robin does affect them. It affects their seeding, yeah. Oh, so it is pretty, you know, yeah, seeding no, no, and playoffs a, mean Oh, a it's lot. a game that counts. So if they want to drop a seed, <laughs> they're going to lose. Right. I, I mean, I don't know why you want to do that. But again, home field advantage doesn't really matter for anything. Uh, they're all playing. I, I in the believe same. it's home ice. Sure. In hockey. Where are they playing? They're all playing in Canada. They're not playing in Philly? No, all the games are played in two hub cities in uh, Canada. So the Western Conference has one and the Eastern Conference. Now, that makes sense because uh, MLB, Major League Baseball, they're playing Mm -hmm. in the cities now. They're about to get canceled. What do you think about that? The the Phillies have canceled their last couple games. Thank you, Florida. Uh, Of course, the Marlins strike again. Yeah, the Phillies are are canceled. Uh, They're suspended until Friday. Uh, It does look like they're going to come back. So we had uh, tests today. All the Phillies tested negative. We're all good. It looks like we got away with one. So I, I heard a rumor that the Marlins got it from partying in Atlanta. Atlanta? Atlanta. You ever party in yeah. Atlanta? 
I've never partied on. <laughs> Phillies have. I heard of the rumor. The Marlins. <laughs> yeah, the, Mar- the Marlins. Nah. I don't know where they picked it well, up. Well, I mean, they're so, from such a heathen but, state, but here's, you would here's, expect. But here's they, like didn't, the they didn't spread part. it. Here's like the messed up part. So the story goes that on Sunday, uh, Mar- some Marlins players knew that some others had COVID. They mm. informed the Phillies. And the Phillies said, let's play anyway. So they still played the game. Again, they're getting that TV money. I we're mean, we're going to have to bring this up on our, our guest, Lisa Merck, who's coming on in about 10 minutes. I'd be interested. She had corona. She was in quarantine for 60 days about. She took about 17 tests. It was like the, one of the biggest cases in the country. There's no way anyone's been railroaded by this so, thing more than she has. So, I yeah, mean. we, we got to ask her. She'd know more because I. The Phillies didn't get it, but I also heard today Lane Johnson, the number one player on the Philadelphia Eagles, I heard he got it. Yep. He's, he was put on the uh, on the. I'd be scared list. of Corona. I'd be scared no. of him if I was Corona. You ever see the guy? Dude's huge. And about, he's mean, too. How about Marquise Goodwin opting not to play? Like, we traded nothing I, away for you. That yeah. was a player on the Eagles? He, yeah. he just he's, got traded to the Eagles. And he decided yeah. not to play. And Lane Johnson got it, and I'm sure he's going to play. Oh, he's oh, absolutely going to play. He's, play. A, Listen, he's you, a trooper. You can't fault Marquise Goodwin for, you know, doing what's best for his I family can. and whatever. I'll and, fault him right now. And, and I think the story is that he had a child yeah. recently, so he's got reasons, but... Yeah, okay, I'm following. We should yeah. get him on the show, Yanni. Do we have pool like that? Sure, yeah, let me just uh, I mean, he's text a fo- Marquise right now. He's like a 16-string <laughs> receiver anyway, yeah. so we probably can get him. He would have brought something to the team of that speed element that we're looking for. Yeah, he's and he's, like, and the he's, Todd, a he's like the Todd Pinks in the 2020. Yeah, at he's, the same time, he's not. you're not hanging so he up opted, the So he opted not to play. A lot of players are doing this. That's They're right. deciding not to play. Yeah. Because, you know, these are great questions I think we got to ask our guests what she feels about this. She fought this thing. Is it a good decision, is it a good? You know, you got family. You're making millions of dollars. I understand, but so, uh, so where's football playing when they? Has that been? They're decided playing yet? in the stadiums. They're playing in the cities. Fans, no, fans or no fans? Uh, that's undecided. It looks like no fans. The or, Eagles are definitely no fans. Other cities could have twenty five percent. I think all of that is undecided. Yanni, Danny, the Eagles already they already closed everything in Philly. They said we can't have fans for the whole football season. We're the only city I think to do that. I, I still wouldn't uh, count it out, but yeah, for right now, that's what it was. So there, there's no home field advantage. There is no. Home field. But uh, well, you still have to travel and all that. Danny Diamond, one of our listeners, wants to know what state you're in. The last time he's seen you, what state I was in. No, what state were you state in? State of mind. Yes, state last of mind. time he's seen you. Uh, this is the same viewer who asked for the top five escort. I'm going to go ahead and. We can't entertain all of our guests, Tim. This is the same viewer, Danny Diamond, who asked, asked Pool Shark Pete for a top five escort. That list. was a valid question. And you know what Pool, Park, Pool Shark Pete Pool, sent me? Pool Shark Pete? <laughs> he sent me a top five escort list. Well, he's not on the show. I'm not so gonna, we're not going to release it this week. We're not going to release it because Pool Shark Pete refused to come on the show. We were actually hanging out with Candy now, over it, the weekend. Is it top five dead or alive? <laughs> <laughs> that, these are questions I can't answer. <laughs> But uh, so what else is in sports, Yanni? We we got some time until we have Lisa Merck coming on. Um, talk I mean, some more bullshit. We could talk about the Phillies' three games that they did play, uh, mm. which were less than encouraging. They How's won that? one and lost two to the Marlins. Yeah, they're one and two. But uh, I, I heard they, I heard they might drop down to seven innings. I think that would be in favor I mean, of the Phillies. I, that would be great if actually if we could do less, that'd be better. Less is more. But no, but the the Phillies remain with a bullpen problem that it seems like has been in place forever. I mean, it's a, is that what it is? The bullpen on the Phillies. It's the bullpen. It's the cold bats. Uh, we lost two games to a team who had like half their team sick of Corona. Exactly. It's like 91 degrees. How are the bats cold? <laughs> <laughs> Corny ass jokes. Yeah, he's always focus. good. With them. 
Um, no, it's it's the same. I, it, listen, it's the same problems as last year. It's the same issues as last year. Uh, it's the same team as last year. I mean, the, the bats are going to go cold, but do they have super crazy potential? Of course, you saw the game Saturday where they blow up and put some crooked innings up, and I know they're going to outscore a team, but that's the only way they're going to get wins at and this point. You can't lose many games. We lost a series. You've only six, got 60 games. Six, Regular season's, what, a buck 60? Yeah, buck buck and we lost yeah. a series to the Marlins. The Marlins no you way. can't afford to lose horrible teams. And they all had COVID. Honestly, it's probably good that we didn't have to see that Yankee series because <laughs> that would have been ugly, man. The Yankees came to town and they canceled them games, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah. The under was money. So do they, are they going to play them games again? or? Uh, I think they're going to do double headers uh, over the weekend, at least on Saturday, uh, possibly uh, both days. I, I think we double. got our, our guest calling in, Yanni. Good. I think, I think we have Lisa Merck calling in. I think she's going to be on video. Yep, let me just patch her over real fast. Give me one second to get her audio Thank set. Thank you, Yanni. That was great stuff, Jan. It's just great to have something to talk about, believe me. All right, and... Oh, let me make that a little bit easier to look at. Hey. We, we got it super big, but there she is. Hey, Lisa. Hi. Hey, how, Hi, you how are you? You hear us good? You see us good? good. It's nice yeah, out there. Yeah, I can there. see you. I can't see... Uh, hi. This is big time. Big time. Uh, <laughs> hey. Oh, you didn't like us? Sorry. I'm not a pro at this. Just a second. We're not either. They just gave me a microphone and told me to talk. Did Donnie upset you already? Okay. It's nice out there. We're, no. We're, I just, I don't have a good camera set up. All right. Well, it looks good. You look good. It looks nice where you're at. You're in Colorado. Butte? Or? I'm in Colorado. I'm in Crested Butte. Crested Butte. It's a little tiny rural, rural place in Colorado. All right, sounds nice. So, yeah, Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for thanks for coming on. We thanks. appreciate it. Uh, tell everybody who, who you are and wh- why you're. My here. name is Lisa Merck. <laughs> I'm a I'm a advanced practice nurse. I'm an entrepreneur. I'd like to call myself an athlete, um, and I'm a deputy coroner. I'm married. I'm a mom. I'm a grandma. Um, say it all. Say it all. I have four. I, I have four kids. <laughs> I have four grandchildren. Yeah, I was in the Air Force for six years. So I'm a veteran. Um, Thank you for yeah, your that's service. Who I am. Thank you for your service. Thanks. Thank you. you. You own a skincare line. Is that skincare line? Yeah, or? I am. Um, I do. I uh, just uh, started. I just launched a skincare line. It's called Bloom Skin Co. Um, and it's all vegan, organic, botanical uh, products that we use. It's serums and oils and hyaluronic acid and just everything natural. It's it's no fillers or chemicals or anything like that. That's awesome. I think you might be one of the smartest yeah. guests we had on the show. <laughs> this is my little my skincare. Is, is that it? My little plug for myself. How can people? This find is one that? of them. This is the this is the hyaluronic acid. It's on um bloomskincare.com. All right, we'll we'll post that. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. How's that been going? How long you been doing that for? I've been doing that almost a year now. We we had I think so I'm getting you. a repeat. You're doing a repeat? No, I'm doing. I'm getting a. Re- Every time I oh okay, we hear good. You can hear us good, right? Though yeah, it's, yeah, I can All hear right. you. That's better. That's better. I don't know how this yeah. radio stuff works, but uh, 
So the the main thing about you when I, I came across you, you 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 had COVID nineteen back in what March? I did. What was that March? I actually got it. Um, I actually got it in February, um, February eighteenth this year, and it lasted me until I finally got cleared on May fifth on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. That was a hell of a way to celebrate. Uh-huh. I know. How how did I you a, get? Uh, yeah. How did you get it? Where did you get it? Where? So, um, my husband and I took a three-week trip to Hawaii. We went to the big island, and then we went to Hawaii, went to Maui, um, and then we were, I was at a meadow there at Turtle Bay. And on the day that we were home, I started getting some sniffles. Um, I started having just a little back pain and neck pain over on my left side. Um, and I thought, well, maybe it's from traveling because we backpacked and we hiked and we just biked all over the place. So I thought just maybe it was from traveling. And um, then I just proceeded to get a little bit sicker. And then I started getting better. And then I got sick again. So February 18th is when it actually started. I didn't get tested until uh, March 8th and then got a positive result on uh, March 11th. Corona wasn't really a big deal in the States back in February, correct? Or that wasn't- it wasn't really, a, it was kind of just hitting the news, but it wasn't that big of a deal yet. Everybody was kind of just, pre- I guess, preparing for it. You know, when we were traveling, we were like, um, I wore gloves on the plane. I mean, I just, we didn't, like it hadn't really hit um, the U.S. yet. So we just traveled over there. A lot of our friends traveled in February. Most of the people here in February went winter break. It's a really rural town. So there were people in Costa Rica and Panama. And, you know, we went to Hawaii, but all the kids travel. Um, the parents travel and stuff like that. So it's a big month to travel. So we were gone for three weeks. And then the day that we were getting ready to come back is when I uh, noticed that I was starting to feel a little bit ill. You, you were sick but on the plane, right? But then I got, right? I got back and... No, I what I <laughs> I just thought it was muscle aches and pains, honestly. Yeah. Um, I wasn't feeling really ill. I just felt like you know how when you travel, your body hurts a little bit. Yeah. You know, and we were carrying. I was carrying a big backpack too, so um, I thought maybe it was from the backpack. So we came home, and we I'm also on search and rescue. My husband got me in search and rescue, so we had uh, volunteered for a search and rescue for a race, and I volunteered for the race. Um. On Sunday, both my husband and I did. We skinned up a mountain. Um, we did checks on people. He went up to the uh, top mountain and he did uh, some rescue up there. And then, um, so I was feeling fine when we got back. Like the day that we came back, I went and got a massage because I was like, oh, maybe it's just muscular, you know, pains. And then that Sunday started feeling better. We volunteered for the race. And then it progressively, like after that, kind of got worse. Just like day by day, it got a little bit worse. And then finally on like March 8th is when I felt really just sick and had to have my husband bring me to the emergency room because I just felt really diaphoretic and I felt like I wanted to collapse. My kidneys were hurting um, on the right side. And so I just felt really cruddy. So he finally took me into the ER and they did a bunch of testing on me. They did influenza A and B and a chest x-ray. And then they finally did the COVID-19 test on me. And then I waited for about four days and it came back 
um, positive. It took four days. Were you in quarantine while you were waiting for that, or we we both had to test me? And we Tim. were in. You did. Yeah, we did. You we guys did... test positive or negative? Negative. Negative, but it was very uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. We we got it up the nose. Uh, I know it feels like they're getting brain matter. I think that <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know if I agree with the test, but you know, I actually had. I ended up having seventeen tests. Seventeen. Oh, what an easy bet. So, so uh, how many different tests is that? It was all the so, same. Um, seventeen. No, no, I mean different, were, like uh, different kinds. <laughs> so, so what happened was, as a healthcare provider, I followed the test-based strategy which the CDC was recommending at the time. So according to the test-based strategy, you had to have two negative corona tests, the PCR, 24 hours apart, and they both had to be negative. So I went down that path. You could either go down that path or you could go down the path where you have so many days uh, that you're symptom-free and afebrile, cough, fever, shortness of breath, and then you're on no pain medication. So... Once you start down a path, once you started down the path as a healthcare provider, you had to go down that path. So I decided to go down that path because I wanted to be really conservative. I wanted to take care of my patients and my community. I wanted to make sure nothing was going on or that I wasn't exposing anybody. So when I started down that path, the first test that I got, a lot of the tests were done through the state, and then finally, I, my husband and I just kind of got fed up with the system, so we started doing testing on myself. Um, and the state and the CDC said that I could do testing on myself because how, I'm a healthcare provider. How did and you so, get the tests? How did you get them? Did you buy them at the store? So, <laughs> no, no, no. You can't buy them at the store. <laughs> if we could buy them at the store, it'd be super easy for everybody. <laughs> But no, so I have, I work through LabCorp. Um, I, in my, I have a small little clinic as well. I'm an advanced practice nurse. So I do labs in my clinic. And so LabCorp sent me, um, all the testing supplies that I would need. Um, and it's just a PCR test. It's, um, and so, and then a nucleic acid amplification test. So the state was using the PCR testing. The lab was using the NAAT tests and they're basically the same. They, do a swab and they convert that, that swab is RNA and then it converts over to DNA. So they test and see if you have, you know, if you have the COVID-19 virus. So, um, anyways, when I started that, my first test that I, um, got was, um, positive, you know, through the state. And then the second retest was negative, And then they were all followed by indeterminate, positive, negative, indeterminate, indeterminate. So I had, I ended up having 17 of those. 17, and the last two you had, they were negative, I guess? You had to get two, and you had to get that, right? The, so, or. correct. So, through this whole thing, we were we were talking to the CDC, because they were following my case as well, because it had been so long. So, through the CDC, I submitted uh, blood um, for antibody testing, and then I also submitted... Um, one of my last PCR tests that I did through the state, they sent off to the CDC in Atlanta because they wanted to make sure that I wasn't growing out any of the virus. So I think what was going on is that they were actually just picking up fragments of the virus. And so when you pick up fragments of the virus, you can test positive for the virus. So 
as of July 17th, the CDC has put out new recommendations and they're not doing any more um, test-based strategy. And that's, that's because of, not just because of that, but it's also because they can't get, um, they don't have enough tests. And it's, uh, it's taking, you know, they're backlogged right now. All right. So, so yeah. anyways. <laughs> Your case, you know, that's <laughs> how I first came across. You were one of the biggest, uh, I, I guess you were out speaking. You were on a, you were on a couple big shows. Were you on Dateline or, no, no, 20, I, 21 of them. I was on um, Good Morning America. Good Morning America. I was on Fox. Yeah, you were all Fox over. News. You were like the, the, the face was, of Corona. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're on I this on podcast. <laughs> yeah. And mighty have fun. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the face of uh, Toxic Radio. Yeah, we had another I guy. I can't imagine a better face to be with you guys. <laughs> hey, thank That's us. Perfect. Thank you. We we had another guy who had it. Uh, he was a local guy from Philly, and he had it. He was an ICU uh -huh. for he was an ICU for about two weeks. Uh, they gave him like twenty percent chance of living, and uh, it, it was pretty rough. And he came and he's on. Here? And, he's here. Yeah, he survived. He was on the show, you know, probably like two months ago. But your oh, your story is a lot. You know, he he was only in the hospital <laughs> like two weeks. It was a crazy awesome story, real inspiring. But uh. Well, you were in quarantine That's for what, good. 60, 60 days, 58 days? 58 days. And your husband never got it? No, my husband did get it. He, oh, he had a get... really, really mild case of it. So on on March 3rd, we both had fevers. And we uh -huh. just kind of laid low. We hung out in bed and watched movies, just did movie marathons and stuff like that. And, what movies? Any good movies? Um, Any good movies? Oh, you gosh. You know, we watched... Uh, we watched just I don't remember any off the top of my head, but um, we just ended up watching series like we do. We just watched a really good one, though. We watched Yellowstone. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I heard that was if good. If you haven't seen that. Yeah, I heard it was yeah. good. I and guess then, it's my uh, next binge. Yeah, it's really good. That's good. That's a good binger. Um, so, no, we just kind of laid low and hung out and watched movies and hung around the house because we both had fevers, and then we both had a few headaches, and he had just, you know, mild stomach issues and then it, he was done like it was two days for him and then for me it just kind of progressively got worse and then on march 8th is when i asked him to take me into the hospital and when, when you went into the hospital did they think was that one of the first things they said that because corona started getting big no. but it wasn't too I big mean, we, no, said, we had the celebrity boxing event after march 8th that's how unbig it was yeah they didn't close it. events yet or anything right. No, and it had just started hitting, but um, there was there was actually no um, really confirmed cases in Gunnison. There was, I think, maybe one other person before me, but she didn't live in the county, so they didn't count her as the first case here. So, so you, I you were the first. Was classified so, as, <laughs> you're number one. Number four. <laughs> Congratulations, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the they should give you like a crown or something, like the, the queen no, of Corona. I, I, am, I am known as the Corona queen here. I love that. The queen of Corona. Or my husband and I are known as the Corona couple. The Corona couple? Oh, you should have told me. I could have marketed that. I could market yeah, something like that. They're like the prom king and queen of Corona. Yeah. That's it's awesome. kind of weird, but uh, no, that's, you know, it's a small town. We, we live in a, a weird town, world. So, 
we do live in a weird world and and here we have like 1500 people here so um we just kind of people kept calling us and kind of fishing around like hey you want to go have a beer you know because i think they kind of knew and then somebody called and said hey my son heard that you had COVID-19 and our daughter goes to school there and my little nephew and I watched him the week before and stuff like that so people were calling and kind of fishing around and I'm like oh my gosh I could just <laughs> come out public with this and then I talked to my little niece and she's she's a little uh um scaredy cat about stuff and she's like Aunt Lisa you should really do that because I think it would help a lot of people you know, so I made this video and I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. It's kind of weird. And then I was like, oh, whatever. People are kind of fishing around anyway. So I just went ahead and did it. And then I saw that video. I think viral. that was a viral video. Yeah. That's where I first came across you. Uh -huh. I'm always searching for, you know, we, we, we get some good yeah. guests. And uh, that was back but in I'm March. Glad, I'm glad I did it. That was back in that March. Was, yeah, I came across it and I was like, oh, man, I like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, but I'm glad I did it now. Like, I'm glad that I could educate, you know, and help people and. You know, looking back on it, I'm like, wow, you know, I, I was pretty sick then, and um, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I could help people and educate. Yeah, you And I've had so many people, like, around the world just reaching out to me and, you know, telling me how comforting it was to know that I got through it and that I gave my symptoms and I had the, the, C, um, the CMO of the VA hospital in Grand Junction call me because they put some new stuff on there. Um, checklist to check for people like when they were coming in with the coronavirus and stuff like that like the body aches and pains and so they you know a lot of people called me just asking what my symptoms were and you know just more de more of a detailed um, view of how everything kind of went down that, that's pretty pretty exciting not in a good <laughs> way but a good way too you got to help people you got to educate people no. i'm sure you love doing well, that and yeah and you were able to spread some hope, and you could say our listeners are are pretty hungry for it. Yeah, you got a hope. Right. You got a story of hope. That's Tim. Tim had to throw that <laughs> in. That was good. I like that. Somebody sign him up. That no, it is. It's very uh, hopeful for people, and I, I think it was just um, really it was comforting for them to know. And you know, I tried to answer as many people as I could through Facebook, and I had people texting me and emailing me. Um, messaging me, Instagram and stuff like that. So I feel like I did help a lot of people. They were asking me what my remedies were and what I did and how I stayed healthy. And, you know, I think one of the things is just making sure that you're getting out of bed, you're being active, you're eating really healthy, you're taking your vitamins and herbs. And um, this is when you, you have know, it or before? Is that recommendations for no, if you well, have it or just in general? Kind of before, you know, before and after, just taking good care of yourself. You know, I, I eat probably 90 to 95% plant-based diet and I exercise all the time. And, you know, I just try to stay really healthy and stuff like that. Um, limited, very, very, very limited alcohol. Um, so I just really try to take good care of myself. My husband does too and my family and I'm trying to get out and exercise. I didn't stay in bed. I made sure that I got out of bed because I didn't want like pneumonia to settle in or anything like that. So I made it a point every day to get out of bed no matter how bad I felt. So I think it's just really important to, you know, especially now, now that the cases are spiking too. Like were you, just were you really able to leave the house? Like at you all? said, yeah. Were you able to leave the so, more than fifty-eight um, days? I guess you could under. I don't know the. Rules. I was on quarantine. I was in isolation, so the only time that I could leave the house is if I kind of inside my front door, just to get some fresh air. 
because fresh air is just really good and sunlight. So I would sit outside. I'm out on our little patio right now. And um, I was just kind of, I walked up and down like our alleys if nobody was out. With would, neighbor, would neighbors like walk by um, and be like, <laughs> they didn't shun you, did sure. they? That's <laughs> actually a good question. No, I think, well, I think <laughs> that's funny that you asked that because I think one of our neighbors actually called the police on us. Oh, my because God. Because they, they saw us outside and um, they're just kind of that way, you know. Do you want us to uh, send a guy? General. Do you want us to send a guy? We got a guy for that. Snatches get snatches. Oh, yeah? Want us to send a guy? He'll smack him around. Snitch. One text to pull Shark Pete. You know, hey, snitches do get snitches. I can, I can take care of it, though, too. Oh. I'm pretty tough. Oh, I, I can tell you're tough. I can, you, you, you guys do all that outdoor stuff, the backpacking. I love that. Uh, yeah, but if you want to send in some reinforcement, yeah. you can do that, too. <laughs> oh, now you want us. I thought, I thought you could take care of it. You just have to come to Colorado. I love Colorado, man. I go out to Denver... Uh, where's that Fort Collins? It's good. I, I feel like there's you a lot to of to, where I got to come to Butte or Crested Butte. Crested Butte. How far is that from uh, Denver, Colorado? It's uh three and a half to four hours. All right. And you can fly right into Gunnison, Colorado, to the airport. I'm gonna so have Tim book us a flight. A, <laughs> book a the, flight, and we'll take you out hiking and biking. I, I love it out there, though. It's real <laughs> peaceful. You can do your podcast out here. We can. We'll bring the toxic radio guys and uh, yeah. Except for Mike, we're not bringing Mike. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll film up on the uh, maroon maroon bells. Whatever that is, it sounds past. awesome. I don't care. Hike over to Aspen. Aspen, yeah, that's fancy over there. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Hamptons. No, in but I'm Colorado. I'm do- I'm doing good. I'm like I'm happy and I'm healthy and um, I've been. Doing a lot of telemedicine from home, taking care of my patients. Are you back to, is your clinic in- open? You got a woman's clinic, correct? Mm-hmm. Are you- I have a woman's clinic. Um, I'm not open yet. I'm not opening right now because um, COVID is really bad still. And we have a lot of people from, we have a lot of second homeowners from Texas and Oklahoma. And I just don't want to re-expose myself right now. So I'm doing a lot of telemedicine. Um, so people just call in and just do virtual visits with me. And so if they need labs or anything like that, I send them to the hospital for labs. If they need a mammogram, we can send them to the hospital for a mammogram or, you know, just do referrals and consultations and then they can do labs at the hospital. So yeah, we'll just send them down there. And, (laughs) you know, if they need a invasive procedure, like a pap smear or anything, we just have them come in, uh, when I'm open. So uh, like September, October is when I'll probably open again when everybody hopefully. leaves and goes back to college or school. Ho- hopefully. Who knows, though, what things are. Are the numbers bad in Colorado right now? Are they? Are they- um, well, so not this week, but two weeks ago, we saw kind of a spike in cases. We saw 21 new positive cases. Um, so I think it was like an 8.6% increase in Crested Butte. But I think over the last week, from what I saw, they didn't have any reported cases. So um, I haven't looked at the statistics the last couple of days, so I'm not really sure what the last couple of days has been. But, you know, we have this little corona meter thing, and um, right now we're in the blue phase, and they were looking at maybe going to the yellow phase if things don't settle down here. So, And that's where, like, certain places are open or closed. It just depends on the hospitals and you know, we have a really, really rural hospital here. It's like 11 beds. Um, there's no ICUs. We have uh, just a little emergency room. So if anybody needs care, 
like really significant care, they have to get transported to Grand Junction or Denver or Montrose or something like that. And flight for life. Yeah, my, my dad's actually a respiratory therapist, so he's been on like the front oh, lines. Wow. Yeah, he's been doing it for thirty have years. You had him? Have a what? Yeah. Have you had him on the show yet? Oh man, now he's listening. Now he's going to text me. He's going to want to come on now. Now he gonna, needs to be on. We're going to have to have him on, on the show because <laughs> you should because he can give people a lot of insight into the whole respiratory uh, illness and stuff of COVID. So, Dad, you need to come on. Dad, you hear that? Yeah, Dad. I did. On. I did call him. I was having, you know, some concerns. I think it was all in my head, but I was a little concerned. I had it, and I went and got a test, and uh, you know, I had to get it for some. My, my doctor wanted me to get it, but I was a little concerned. I kept on calling him. He told me he was crying a lot during that time too. <laughs> I was scared. It's scary. You've been there. It's scary. You're sensitive guy. It's scary. I'm more sensitive than I it's look. Scary. Yeah. No, yeah. I I agree. It is scary. You don't you don't know. Like when I got the diagnosis, I just was, you know, you just wonder like, am I going to be okay? You know, there's a stigma to you know, like a stigma yeah. that goes along with having COVID, especially being one of the first ones in, you know, our county or just you know, being you were, like, a the face first, but you were no, the first like, big case in I saw in the U.S. I don't watch, but yeah, you were the, the first like, person I saw speak out on it. I think because oh, of the really? video, because of the video, I guess. When you did yeah, it, I, I knew now, nothing about it. Well, I'm glad I helped you. I need, I need all the help I can get. I he, appreciate he it. He definitely does. <laughs> we all do. We all do. Yeah. So you, you know. Um. So, so Lisa. No. That, so, that, so yeah, life, life is good. I'm not reach. I haven't returned back to the clinic. I've just been concentrating on my skincare company. I, um, I. I, I also am a deputy coroner, so I've been going out on some cases, you know, if we need uh, help there. So I help the, the county coroner. You're still doing that full time? Up in I do that part time. All right. You know how so to stay have, busy. Uh, gun- yeah. You stay busy, Lisa, doesn't we- I do. I like to be busy. I'm a, I'm a pretty active person, and I, I like the whole entrepreneurship and running my own clinic and businesses and stuff like that. and. How long did you run the clinic? Uh? I'm still running it. So I opened my clinic in 2011. We we had, I think I might have told you, we had an entrepreneur on, a female entrepreneur a couple of weeks ago, Lauren Janae. Hopefully she's listening. She actually, uh-huh. she invented, she was a co-founder of CrossFit. You know CrossFit? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. She was the one who, her and her ex-husband, they founded that. You know, they, she sold out for like $40 million. But uh, that Jeez. was her. And we had her on the show, and it can was I, awesome. Can you, I sell the hungry same for? Amazing. Anybody want to buy hungry for hope for forty million? <laughs> Tim's trying to sell us for forty million. <laughs> I got four dollars. Or, or if they want to, if they want to buy a Bloom Skin Co., they can too. <laughs> yeah, it, it was for awesome. forty million. She had the same kind of spirit as you, though, uh, Lauren. You know, I felt a lot of, a lot of similarities. I think the word is, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah no, I just, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's empowering to. Do your own things, you know, and if, if you start some things and you don't succeed, you know, I think it's all experimental, too. Try, try again. You know, sometimes we'll hit the jackpot, sometimes we won't. Well, I hope you hit the jackpot with Bloom, uh, <laughs> with your Bloom skincare. I did, too. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Thanks. Lisa, I have a question. We got yeah. a, a guy in the studio, our gambling expert. <laughs> we do some gambling uh-huh. and sports. Yanni the Greek, he had a question for you. I want to. Hey, Lisa, how's it going? Yanni? Yes. Good. How are you, Yanni? Hey, hey, how's it going? 
Right, listen, so you, you told yeah. the story uh, earlier about how your neighbor, you know, kind of looked at you funny, called the cops or whatever. Are you uh-huh. seeing a lot of that? Are people like they see you and they kind of try to stay the six feet away and treat you differently? I mean, are you seeing a lot of that? Kinda. You talked no. about the stigma. No, not now. I mean, you know what? For the most part, like people were very uh, gracious and genuine. Um, it was a few. I'd probably say like five people, maybe just a handful of people that were just kind of mean. And, you know, I have a lot of friends in Krista Butte and family here. I have an identical twin sister, too. And um, <laughs> She's funny because she's like, I didn't really get a choice about the video or not. You know, you just posted it. And now people think it's me. Like if I go places, they think it's me, too. But for the most part, people were really nice. They brought us food. They called us. They really took care of us, um, made us cookies and uh, that's nice to pies. That. And just, that must yeah, a, they checked that on must us be every a Western, day. Uh, it, side of the United States thing because yeah, here everybody's just kinda, at us. Yeah, everybody's just kind of jerks to each other over here. I don't know how things happen. In <laughs> no, Colorado. people are people were very very friendly to us and, and checked on us. It was just like I said, a few. Um, somebody made a comment to my husband. Um, they're like, "Hey, you're the one that gave everybody COVID." And my husband's just, he's a big guy, and you know he's very he can be very intimidating, and he's <laughs> I deal with that with my co-host. Mm-hmm. He. He got back in his face, and he kind of came back around, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry, I was just joking, and he's like, not funny, my wife's been nice, so. So, so having seen, like. You know, it's not really a joke to us right now. I like your husband. He seems like a good dude. He is a good dude. I'm very, very blessed to have him in my life. I don't, Yanni the Greek, you weren't done, let's. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, keeping the conversation yeah, going. I mean, Yanni. she, um. Uh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, so being on the front lines and everything with, like, the expertise you have and also having it, um, do you think mm-hmm. that, like, these um, uh, the sports leagues are going to work? I mean, I'm the sports guy on here, around here, apparently. So you go right to sports. Do, huh, yeah, do you think that the NFL and MLB have a chance to finish their seasons, or, or is this thing going to just at some point in time? Very selfish, Johnny. I'm well, talking to the, an expert uh, here, a real expert, not a fake no, expert it's like actually, That's actually a really good because I wonder the same thing too. Because they're, you know, they talked about doing daily testing, but I don't know what their turnaround time is, and I, I don't know if they're going to be doing um, the PCR testing or if they're going to be doing the antigen testing. So if they did an antigen test, like that's a maybe more of a point of care test, um, and that's what we we have in the clinic for like influenza strep. Like it's a point of care, you do it. They're not. They can't. They can be inaccurate, but a lot of times it kind of gives you just a guideline. The problem is with the point of care testing. If you get a positive result, it's positive. So then you just say, okay, go home and isolate. Like if you have strep throat, you're like, okay, it's positive. But if it's negative, then you have to follow it up with a PCR test. So, say you did a point of care test, rapid. A rapid screening in the office, then you have, and it's negative, then you have to follow it up with a, like a, some type of a PCR test. So it just kind of prolongs it, prolongs it. But I think it would be good for sports teams and stuff like that to have. To just keep that going sure. and, and do both tests and just make sure that. And you know, it's it's really yeah, it's limited to like who they're around too. So you know, even if you do a PCR test today, it could be negative today, but tomorrow it could be positive, just depending on like. You know, the last couple of days, who you were around, where you were at, what you were doing, where you were dining, 
um, your kids, where they were at. So it's really, I don't know, it's difficult. And I think that's why it's, it's just kind of spreading too so fast is because, um, you know, we can't keep tight controls. Like we have teenagers in our household and it's hard to keep them on lockdown, you know, or isolated from their friends. And, um, they go to parties and they go do things with their friends and they go climbing and they go mountain biking and hiking and stuff like that. So, um, it's just really Colorado. difficult. You're, yeah. You're saying all we these things that nobody in our area does. You're like bike riding. I'm, I'm we, thinking like, we just like go to the bar. Yeah. We catch sunnies in the creek. Yeah. These guys get drunk the and go to the Jersey shore. The bar. The bar is the worst place to get it. I, I don't. We don't go to the bar. I, the people I keep in our trying area. to tell Yanni that. You know, I, I have a question for you. Tim Lisa. has a question for you, Lisa. Thanks for you reiterating need, that. Okay, we need to put together. Tim has a question. We need to put together Thanks, a hungry for hope out in Colorado. A hungry for hope in Colorado. Outdoor activities. I, I would love that. I'm so down. I love Colorado. I don't disagree. I love Yanni loves it. He wants to come. Can we bring Yanni the Greek? Let's we'll, do it. Right. Are you sure you it's want to bring so, Yanni? It's so beautiful out there. I love that. It'll it'll be the new business adventure. Yeah. Well, you got you got a lot right now going on. But my question for you is: All right, so we I, yes. I have a couple people that work with me, and I talk to on a daily basis, and especially me, like I smoke cigarettes. There was reports coming out about COVID saying that cigarettes kind of deflect COVID from you. I'm not saying it makes it immune, but it's harder to get if you smoke cigarettes. What are your thoughts? I, I doubt there's any truth to that, truthfully, but well, what are your thoughts on something like that? I think that that is absolutely 100% false. <laughs> All right, so I won't buy another pack today. I think he was just saying that why so he'd you feel smoke, better. Why you, yeah. Why are you smoking anyways? It's really bad for you. Yeah, at least ask him. Peer pressure, maybe? Peer Donnie pressure. tells me I'm not cool what? if I don't smoke cigarettes. I've never so smoked smoke. a cigarette in my life. Never he once. makes me do it. That's were, a weird thing. I, I thought you were strong. I, I mean, I, if I could, I, I definitely wouldn't have some. <laughs> what to made you think cigarette. that? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're going to try to get them off cigarettes. Maybe we, we'll do a hungry for hope special where we get them off cigarettes. How, how do I? What I got to smack them or something? In Colorado. <laughs> in Colorado. <laughs> could do. You know what? I've had, had a couple of friends. Said that they've tried the hip, hypnotic. Hypnotic? Hypnosis. You're talking about liquor with hypnotic. Or you, you yeah. Or you, you just got, you have that will to just say you're going to stop tomorrow and stop it. I think, I think, I think a he real can do stressful it. stressful job. I think he can do it. Oh, you can't, you, then you should go out for a run or something. I've been smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I can't go out for a run. He can't run, he smokes. <laughs> Uh, well, don't come to Colorado. I actually have oxygen up here if you need it. You so. just invited us to Colorado. Now we can't come. Well, that's because Yanni started asking questions. Now we're uninvited. I'm, so I'm going to Colorado. I don't care where no. you guys Uninvitedly. Uh, who's the smoker? Order him an oxygen machine before he comes. It, it's all right. Well, <laughs> well, well talking up to Hungry for Hope expense. Yeah, we'll write it off yeah. on the taxes next year. Yeah, Yanni's question was awesome, though. Before you know the whole sports thing, I liked your intake on that. That was pretty interesting. Sorry, I had to, I, what are you doing over oh, there? Oh yeah. No. Well, Donna, we have a real expert I, I on the show. <laughs> We've got to that use that. They, they, 
they definitely have to um, they have to do point of care testing at some time. Like as a clinician, I would like to tell my patients come in if they're not feeling well. Let me do a, a rapid uh, COVID nineteen test on you. You're positive, bombs like you're negative. Then we follow it up with the culture, or the not the culture, but the PCR testing. For sure. What's the what's the two differences? Right now, you know, the the piece of testing is the one up the nose, the nasal pharyngeal swab. That's the one I got. That one is being sent off, being sent off to like the lab, or you know, it's being sent off to the state or lab core other labs. They're having, you know, they're so backed up right now, and there's a yeah. There's a backlog. Mine took and 11 so it days. Takes like took 11, 11, mine 11 took, days. Mine took two, but that's because I was right. in the hospital for kidney stones. Yeah, Tim got his in the hospital. He no, was already... But I, mine took 11 days. Yeah, it's taking it's taking a long time, and that's the problem. Is By the time you get your test back and they say you're positive, you're then possibly you're out of quarantine by then. <laughs> you know, because right now um, on... You know, on July 17th, they actually changed it where they're not doing any of the test-based strategy anymore either. So it's 10 days, 7 to 10 days of no symptoms, afebrile, no fever, cough, chills, anything like that. And then you can be out of quarantine. So they're not even doing the test-based strategy for healthcare providers or people in the hospital anymore because they're so backlogged So I hear testing. A, I hear a lot of people talk about they're asystematic. Like they can't get the symptoms from it, but they have it. And they don't mm -hmm. know. They just kind of throw that around. But what is the percentage of them actually not getting symptoms? If somebody has COVID, not showing symptoms towards it. Well, I think like a lot of kids are asymptomatic. You know, kids are just going around playing. I don't know what the actual percentage is, but I know that it's probably pretty significant with kids and teenagers. Um, and teenagers can be big carriers, so can little kids. But, you know, I know those are the... those individuals are bringing it home to parents and grandparents and stuff like that too so they're hitting more of the vulnerable population you hear that yanni every time you drink you can't scream out i'm not symptomatic it just doesn't work lisa not I, real. I drink to cleanse the body <laughs> i'm also a health nut uh, just like lisa here. yeah i'm sure you are I feel like I hear a monkey <laughs> in the you? background lisa is that a monkey no, not at all. i heard a monkey it's in a little, the background uh, it's a it's a magpie it's a little bird you know birds it's and everything. It's not my You're, bird, though. It's not your bird? It's Is it like uh No, you want to see where I live? Yeah. I'll show you where I live. It's yeah. really pretty. I bet it is. It's so, it's so nice out there. I, I mean, there's like not a bad view in the entire state. No. it's uh, We have a really beautiful mountain. It's a uh, Crested Butte Mountain. It's a little resort. It's just a really That's awesome. nice place. Real yeah. Hiking, biking, fishing—you know, you name it. You I can love. Do it here. I love it all, man. I love outdoors. Uh, I love hiking. Actually, we got a quick question for Lisa. We got a the, question from chat. one of the viewers. Okay. They want to know what does Lisa think of this U.S. president? Oh, I don't really like to get into politics, but U.S. Uh, president. I'm not going to get into politics. But the defensive hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different studies out there that say it works and it doesn't work. So, I mean, I'm going to leave that to the experts and the people that are in the hospitals taking care of um, 
you know, the patients. And I, I, I just really believe in evidence-based medicine, you know, and like really doing your research and having the experts take care of that. I'm not in the hospital. I'm not on the front lines right now taking care of these patients. And there's been so many different medications and, you know, things that they're telling you to do or not do. And then they say, you know, that it's working, it's not working. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into the politics. I don't blame you. But, but Yanni, you're an expert, we so don't do break politics. it down. We don't do politics. Uh, so talk. basically what you start out with is a compound of uh, two molecules. And yeah, Yanni's right, an expert. I'm, I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> Yanni's been drinking a lot today. <laughs> Look, Yanni, For health reasons. Drink? He's trying to cleanse what the body. Power shake? Uh, I'm working what kind with... of power shakes do you drink? Oh, uh, uh, it's Jack called um, Legacy Edition Jack Daniels mm-hmm. number two. Nice. <laughs> you don't drink that, do you? You're... No, I'm more of a tequila girl. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. We can yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. Just straight up tequila or, you know, straight beer up. every now and then. Yeah. Sure. But not a, I don't, I don't drink a lot. I might just have a shot every now and then. And um, some days I, I might go weeks without drinking. And then sometimes I might twist off a little bit. I but wish, it's really, really rare. I wish it's Yanni really could rare. say the same yeah. because it gets uncomfortable sometimes. I get a little. I'm twist a little off. conservative I'm use that. sometimes. I like that. I'll twist right. off. Yeah. yeah, you got to twist off every now and then. And then my husband's like, I'm okay, I, I get it. I'm taking care of you tonight. Lisa, so we, 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 went, over, we went over a lot. Anything else you want to you wanna tell our crazy viewers out there? You know, this is you were definitely a different guest. Last week we had a guy who uh chases down predators. I don't know if I told you about him. He he pretends to be a oh, kid yeah? online and then he finds these creeps. It's awesome what he does. He he went viral and he hunts down these people. He's uh To catch a predator, is he that? Yeah, he's he, that no, guy? he's called minority for reasons versus oh, how about, predator. How about after our show his his page got taken down from YouTube? Yeah, they took his page down after he came down, down after he, he came on again. the show. He confronts these people, and the, cop, the cops don't like him. They said he, he can't do this. And he vigilante, post, they he post, Yeah, they call him a vigilante. Huh. He was awesome. Well, I mean, He's a hero in my I book. Think it, I think it's good. Oh, yeah. It was He's a, helping. He's a, he, he was our own little hero. I told him, you know, we were going to give him a cape and everything. Hey, not we're all- our queen. We have the queen. And, do I get a cape? Yeah. <laughs> no, you get you a crown. A Queens don't wear capes. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, okay. custom made, hungry for hope crown. What kind? What kind of queens um, do you um, know? Okay, I'm gonna wear that crown and I'm gonna go on a bike ride and send it to you then. Awesome, but uh, yeah, look. no, I I think just mostly you know, um, you know, live live your best life and and take I care agree. of your body, your health, and you know, just be hopeful, hungry for hope about things. Hungry for, for sure. hopeful. Hit that point. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa, thanks for coming on. Anything else? You, you good? You, this is your time. I think you, no, I'm good. It was fun talking good. to you guys. It was awesome. Thank you so it. much, Lisa. Lisa, thanks you're a great. lot. Thank we're you, gonna, guys. We're going to get out of here. Tell your husband, thanks for letting He's, us borrow you for 40 minutes. We appreciate it, and we'll see you. All hail Queen Lisa. Queen Lisa. Cheers to that. Whoa. Lisa was awesome guest. We got a little more educational there, you know? We yeah, really, she was legitimately funny. She like, really she raised the IQ up. of the show. Definitely. Yeah, sure. Definitely. The, you know, she, she made our show smarter, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She made our show smarter. It's more, she, more smart. She does have a story that, that, that's pretty cool. 
to to tell, right? It's yeah. it's it's fascinating and uh, just kind of takes you through the life of someone. She who was has like gone the first this, you know? big big person in America who had corona that was on the media not well, the first she was all over ny post she was yeah. all over this uh, she's in the new york post she's on she's every story yeah. good america good morning she, america she said she made the video to help people she decided to make it yanni when was the last time you were on good morning america yeah oh they won't have me on good morning morning america again I mean, I, uh, oh yeah we, I heard get, about we get a lot of our guests off new york post though she was there i think the throuple was don't, there don't give away our secrets uh, uh Lauren was there. Another great guest out of you there, uh fellas. Yeah, so you guys, Here, you guys are just everybody. We, we might Yanni, have a great Yanni one. was on nypost.com. We just we just wanna reasons, reasons, but it is a- Yanni, thank you for bringing the sports today, man. Thanks for giving our, some good questions to our guest. We want to thank our guest. Uh thanks to all our listeners, not so much Danny Diamond, but most of the rest of our listeners. I know where I love you, Danny. Danny, we'll have that escort list for you next week from Pool Shark Pete, if everything goes good. Top five dead or alive. Top five dead or alive, and we're out of here. Thank you for listening, you crazy bastard. Hungry for hope. See you.